Hey there, Pokemon trainers. Welcome back to another episode of Dragon Dance, a Pokemon podcast. If you're new here or a follower of this podcast, hello, I'm your host, Santiago, aka the Aztec Dragon, and this is the Pokemon podcast where I go over each unique Pokemon type combination. I give you the facts and information about when they first appeared in the series, all of the Pokemon with the said type combination, and how they stacked up in the competitive scene. Alright trainers, this is going to be a very short episode, and you know why? Because this is a rant. I've got some strong feelings about certain moves and how they don't make sense. And, as you can probably already tell by the title of this episode, it's on punching and biting moves. In the Pokemon world, obviously, there's different kinds of moves that are either physical or special with different base powers and accuracy, right? And these moves are categorized by how they're dealt because they could come with additional effects. For example, punching and biting, right? Okay, let me explain a little bit. So there's this move called Ice Punch and Ice Fang. And as the name implies, they're both ice-type moves, right? What the difference about them is, is how the game recognizes how they deal damage. And because of the potential potential additional effects. And this is important because there's also certain items or abilities that can boost the power of these said-type moves. Both Ice Punch and Ice Fang have a 10% chance to freeze the opponent. But because Ice Fang is categorized as a biting move, it also has a 10% chance to flinch the opponent. Not all biting moves has a chance to flinch, but a lot of them do, especially the elemental fangs like Ice Fang, Fire Fang, and Thunder Fang. Okay, so you might be asking, what's my problem with this, right? So my problem with this is the difference in power of these moves. So Ice Punch, Fire Punch, and Thunder Punch all have a biting counterpart. So Ice Punch has Ice Fang, Fire Punch has Fire Fang, and Thunder Punch has Thunder Fang, right? Makes sense. But what really, really gets me is that the punching move's base power is 75. Okay, okay. So you might not really get why that's a big deal, right? But a biting type move is 65 base power. 65. Again, remember, punching, 75 base power. Biting, 65. And that's not to mention there are far more punching moves than biting moves. Uh, as According to Bulbapedia, there's a total of 24 punching moves, right? and only 10 biting moves. And unfortunately, some of those biting moves are exclusive to a few Pokemon, and the others are more widely distributed, but still, it just kind of irks me that there's not that many. And so this reminds me that there was this time when I was in college, when I was in undergrad, I actually wrote on Reddit, uh, I did a post on Reddit about this, and so I'm just going to be covering it again. So what I said in that post is that a majority of all Pokemon that can learn a biting move are kind of beast or animalistic in nature. And when I say beast slash animalistic in nature, I mean something that isn't humanoid, that isn't human shaped, that doesn't have features of humans. It's it's something that's either on all fours or, or on all twos, depending on what it's naturally supposed to be in. Something with sharp teeth or claws or talons. And I'm clarifying this because in Pokemon, 
there's a lot of monsters that fit the description. For example, Mightyena, right? That is like a hyena type thing. It's beast. It's in all fours. It's got fangs and it looks ferocious. But we also have other monsters that look a little bit more anthropomorphic, meaning they have human characteristics, like Lucario. Yeah, you can tell that it's based on an animal, but it's also got some human traits, like it's standing up on its hind legs. It can use tools, and it just moves very human-like, right? So like I was saying, a majority of Pokemon that learn biting moves have these, uh, are these beast-like monsters, whereas Pokemon that learn punching moves are either anthropomorphic or at least standing upright, right? So things that can learn punching moves are things like Feraligator, right? You can still tell that it's a ferocious monster, but because it stands up on its hind legs, it can learn a punching move. Uh, or similarly, Abomasnow. Abomasnow can also learn Ice Punch. It's not particularly human. Well, I guess you can make an argument that it is a little bit humanoid because it's based on like a Yeti. But you get what I'm saying, right? It is still kind of like more monstery than it is human. But I digress. So, in that post, like this podcast, I do research. So after some research... I found that the average human, the average human, right? Not this isn't the world's best. This is the average can generate approximately 1,000 newtons of force in a punch. Newtons, if you're unfamiliar, is a unit of force. It's defined as the force necessary to provide one, uh, provide a mass of one kilogram with an acceleration of one meter per second per second and if this confuses you i'm sorry this is more of a physics thing so so it's not in my realm as well i apologize if i get any of the details wrong remember i'm just a biology guy uh but i did have to study some physics while i was in um while i was in college so i know most of the terminology but i'm not an expert um and i know this just physics in general is a very tough is a very tough subject. But anyways, um, yeah. So an amateur boxer can generate a lot more force behind their punches. And this is because they train extensively. You know, they work out a lot to gain a lot of muscle. And they probably know the best uh, tactics for how to put um, more speed into their punches. And yeah, so yeah, they definitely have stronger punches than the average human, right? But not everybody is either a pro or amateur boxer. That's why I'm going with the amount of force that an average human can produce in a punch, which, like I said, is 1,000 newtons of force. So, obviously, larger animal. Oh, yeah. So, sorry, sorry. So, now that now the amount of force that an animal can generate varies depending on the size and the species of the animals. So, obviously, larger animals, like, say, a wolf is going to have a much stronger bite than, let's say, a chihuahua, right? Yeah. So, for the instance, for the purposes of this particular information, uh, I'm just going to go with bigger animals and how they their, their force behind their bites, how they compare, uh, and their power behind their bites. So, let's go with a wolf, right? So, a wolf, on average, has uh, their bite... The, the force behind their bite can average around 
2,200 newtons, right? So that's already more than double the amount that the average human can produce behind a punch. Uh, things like lions and tigers, which are a little bit bigger, can generate up to 4,500 newtons of force in their bites. And the land animal with the strongest biting force that we've currently studied are saltwater crocodiles with a whopping 16,500 newtons. Again, that's 16,500 newtons compared to the average human punch of one, just 1,000 newtons of force. Uh, and like I said, that's just that's the only animal that we've been able to study so far in terms of biting force. We don't have an accurate measure for things like sharks or whales. We can only estimate it, and researchers think that it is higher than that of a, uh, the saltwater crocodiles. And speaking of crocodiles, or in this case, alligators, the whole reason why I even made that post on Reddit is because of Feraligator, right? So Feraligator is a Pokemon that can learn both Ice Punch and Ice Fang. That's why I talked about them earlier. Um, this was all because of Feraligator, right? So, uh, not Totoda, uh, Croconaw can naturally learn Ice Fang. I think it's at level 22 or 23, something like that. It's in the 20s, right? So it can naturally learn Ice Fang as a level-up move, right? But in order for it to learn Ice Punch, it needs to be um, one of those breeding moves. You have to like, chain breed in order to get Ice Punch onto Feraligator. Anyways, when I was in Sun and Moon... Sorry, when I was playing in Sun and Moon, I got a good IV Totodile from Wonder Trade. And this Totodile happened to know Ice Punch. And so I decided to keep it, EV train it, just for competitive uh, purposes. It wasn't particularly good in on the competitive scene, but I did like taking it on the Battle Tower, which was that tree thing in Sun and Moon. Anyways, at some point I leveled it up uh, and it wanted to learn Ice Fang, right? Because that's one of the, the moves that it can naturally learn. So I thought, oh, cool, This the it wants to learn Ice Fang. So it already has Ice Punch, so let me just forget the Ice Punch because in my mind, I thought that Ice Fang would be stronger than Ice Punch. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll forget Ice Punch and learn Ice Fangs. And so I was really surprised when I finally took it onto the Battle Tower or the Battle Tree or whatever, and I realized that it was one, weaker, and two, had <laughs> a lower accuracy. Now, it wasn't the biggest deal in the world because I could go to the move relearner to remember Ice Punch, but it was still really annoying because I didn't want to lose my streak, so I just kept going as far as I could. And then once I was done, in the, once I lost in the battle tree, I went back and relearned Ice Punch, but it's, it still didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> and, you know, it was at this point that really got me thinking about punching and biting moves. How can a Pokemon who has the Pokédex entry as the big jaw Pokemon have a stronger punch than a bite. That doesn't make sense. It's known for having incredible biting capabilities, and yet somehow its punch move is stronger? Uh, it, it really made me wonder why the game developers chose to make biting moves weaker, considering there's a lot more Pokemon that seem to be these 
beast and animalistic uh, ones than humanoid ones. Also, why it's on that on that same topic? Why aren't there more biting moves? Like I said, there's things like there's about 24 different punching moves compared to the 10 biting moves, and we have some weird things like comet punch and dizzy punch. I don't think they're available in uh, Scarlet and Violet right now, but still, like we had a move for Comet Punch, so we had a Comet Punch and we had Dizzy Punch, which Comet Punch, I think it just did multiple different punches uh, up to five different times in a row, and Dizzy Punch, I think there was just a really high chance of confusing the Pokemon, but what I'm saying is, why isn't there like, uh, uh, why aren't there more biting moves that have a similar type um effect we have moves like drain punch uh and that's a really good move but we don't have a biting move that does the same thing and i know that there's leech life but apparently that's not considered a biting move for some reason uh don't know why don't ask me you should probably ask the whoever <laughs> came up with that decision but yeah uh leech life is not a biting move but I still think we should have a, a, a biting move that is similar to Drain Punch, where it does uh, restore some of your health uh, while you're dealing damage. But anyways, so in conclusion, I just wanted to voice my opinions on this topic. It's something that I was really that I really thought about for a long time, and I just wanted to share these opinions with people. I just wanted to bring it to attention. I don't know if you've all noticed that these uh, biting moves had less power than the punching moves, um, or if you even knew how much force an animal can put behind their bite compared to an average human punch. Um, but yeah, uh, just let me know what you think about, um, about about the base powers of these moves. What? Tell me, please, tell me what you think about biting moves and uh, punching moves. Tell me if you can think of a really cool uh, new biting move Please reach out. Tell me. I'd love to hear it. I want to know how much base power you you would give it, what uh, typing you would give it, and if there's any additional effects. Please tell me. I love that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah. So let's see. What else? Oh, right. Before I end the show, uh, I do want to talk about the items and the abilities that can boost these types of moves. All right. So as of right now, there's no item that can boost biting moves. However, if you give a Pokemon the item Punching Glove, it will boost the power of punching type moves by 10%. And there's also an ability called Iron Fist that powers up punching moves by 20%. And both Iron Fist and Punching Glove can stack with each other to give a total of 30 per, uh, 30% boost to punching moves. So, yeah, that's really cool, right? Uh, so for biting moves, in Generation, let's see, I think it was 6. Yeah, Generation 6, uh, the ability Strong Jaw was introduced, and it does boost the power of all biting-type moves by 50%. So that is a significant amount of power. Um, but like I said, I, I just wish these moves were a little bit buffed. Uh, there are other abilities uh, that aren't, specific for punching or biting but they also do uh, boost the power of these moves so uh there's an ability called tough claws tough claws boosts the power of moves if it makes physical contact with an opponent 
So it works with physical type moves and not special types. But anyways, so Tough Claw can boost the power of uh, moves, physical type moves, uh, by 30%. So if you have Ice Fang and Ice Punch, they'll both be boosted by 30%. Uh, there's another ability, particularly on... And I know that there's other Pokemon with this ability. The ability is called Sheer Force, but I particularly thought about for Alligator because, like I said earlier, for Alligator can learn both Ice Fang and Ice Punch. But anyways, so yeah, so what is so yeah, so Sheer Force. This boosts the power of moves by thirty percent if, and there's an, there's that condition if the move also has a secondary fa- uh, effect such as flinch, stat lowering, or status infliction, like freeze, right? So moves like, uh, okay, so Ice Punch and Ice Fang, like I said earlier, they have a 10% chance of freezing. So with sheer force, the power of those moves will be boosted by 30%. However, sheer force also ignores those secondary effects. So you can just say goodbye to that 10% chance of freeze or... um, yeah, freezing. Um, if you have a Feraligatr with uh, sheer force and it knows either Ice Fang or Ice Punch, it will the moves will be stronger, but you won't get that chance of uh, freeze. Um, yeah, I know that there's other abilities, but off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything else that can boost it. Uh, I kind of just did this on a whim, but yeah, if you can think of other abilities that do boost the moves of biting and uh, punching moves please let me know uh but yeah that does it for today thank you if you if you stayed this long for the podcast thank you so much i appreciate you all uh if you agree with what i had to say please let me know on my socials uh i'm at the astic dragon on both twitter and on instagram and i'm at the astic dragon with two n's on tiktok or if you don't agree with what i have to say if you have some other opinion that you want to share with me, uh, if you think I might have left something out, please still feel free to reach out. I would love to hear what you have to say. If, Like I said earlier, if you have a move that you'd like to introduce into the Pokemon universe, let me know. That should be fun. Anyways, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast, please give this show either a like or a five-star review as uh, all of this helps me out tremendously. Um, and if you have already given this a like or a five star review, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening and taking the chance, taking the time to interact with me. If you've interacted with me on social medias, if not, uh, I promise I don't bite (laughs) pun intended. I don't bite. Uh, so yeah, just reach out if you want to say hi. Uh, if you want to share your artwork, if you want to share, um, if you want to share cool ideas for possible moves, uh, just hit me up. I'm, I'm, my DMs are always open. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you guys next week. Uh, I think I said that the next episode is definitely going to be normal fighting type. So that should be a really cool and fun episode. Uh, but yeah, that does it for me. So take care and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye.